0: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Rocket Mortgage Classic. Picks, final bets, DraftKings ownership, and the weather for the event this week. You want to help out? Smash the like button to the episode and give me your biggest fade on DraftKings from the top end. Because when we scroll through the ownership, you're going to see basically everyone from Jason Kokrak and up. Got to be pretty highly owned, because there are so few options to round out your rosters this week that everyone's just going towards the top end, it would seem. Also, fantasynational.com slash mayo gets you 20% off right now, so... Do it, okay? The newsletter will be out uh, later on Wednesday evening. I think later on Wednesday evening. I got a lot of, I got a lot going on here. It's a holiday tomorrow in Canada. I know that my American pals are celebrating their holiday this weekend. So everyone be safe out there. And I know my UK pals are celebrating England moving on in Europe, which I assume is a national holiday at this point, because it's coming. Cus has picked them to win, so just Wait for some heartbreak. It's going to be against, like, the worst team, too. You know that it's coming eventually. Uh, Subscribe to Mayo Media Network. uh, Leave a rating and review. And Pat Mayo Experience full-length episodes on Wednesday and Thursday. AFC South, NFC South with Mike Leone and Jake Seeley from TheAthletic.com. And that will end our division preview series, player by player, team by team, for the 2021 fantasy football season. to Get you all caught up on what? has been going on daily. Wimbledon picks are up on Mayo Media Network right now, so please go subscribe to that. If you missed the announcement, Fantasy Golf Degenerates with Tambo and Kenny Kim coming to Mayo Media Network starting next Monday. And the European Tour Pick Show for the Irish Open already out on the mix Feed and up on Mayo Media Network, Sky and Tom. I tailed some of their picks this week and then made one random one on my own. So let's dig into that. Let's talk about the picks for the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, I went with Kokrak, 28-1. to 1. He's my high-end play of the week. Frankly, I didn't invest a ton into this tournament. I don't know what's going to go on. Reports out of Detroit are that we could see the minus 25 score from two years ago from Nate Lashley actually get beat this time around, especially with the Cores playing a bit soft with all the rain that they've had so far. So I don't know what's going to happen this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen any week, but usually I feel like I I have a lane that I want to go down, that I try to commit to, that I have some confidence in. Now, whether it works out and normally does not work out, at least I feel good going into the week. I have no fucking clue this week about what's going on, but I like Kokrak. So, Kokrak 28 to 1. Hego, my guy, 50 to 1. See, whoo, Kim. 66 to 1 with the top five each way. Mad Max Homa, 70 to 1 with the top five each way. Shez Revian, Seb Strachan, 90 to 1 with the top five each way. Let's get lucky this week. The Bombs, Norlander, 160 to 1 with the top five each way. And I said, screw it. The model told me Tyler McCumber looks like a good play. Why not? 400, sorry, 300 to 1 with the top five each way. On that, I got my FOMO play of Doug Gim. G- Gim Chi, the Gim Reaper. 125 to 1 with the top 5 each way. I say he's down to 70 to 1 in some spots. I don't know. Everyone's on Doug Gim, I guess. I went back to the first round leader market this week to have some fun because I didn't know what else to do for Thursday. Hubbard, Norlander, Stallings, all 100 to 1. Bramlett, 125 to 1. McCumber, and Luke Donald, 175 to 1. Those are all with the top 5 each way. On the European tour, I got my guy, Lucas Bell. He's 33 to 1. Wilco, 75 to 1 with the top five each way. And Norman, that's supposed to be with two ends. The guy who made the hole in one on the par four last week in Germany, 110 to 1 with the top five each way. Uh, check out the cheat sheet for the one and duns because I completely forget who I took. Uh, Will Zalatoris was Tim's pick. I believe Kokrak is Jeff's pick. I think I took Siwoo. But now I can't remember because it's me. I have it written down in the other room, but I don't want to get up from the chair and have to go do that. But those are the picks for the week. Uh, Looking at the weather, it's actually kind of interesting because there could be an AM, and I'll throw this in the newsletter, the link to, it's windfinder.com, and it's Detroit City Airport is the wind tower that I'm using. So it's showing me that there's going to be very little wind in the morning on Thursday, and it picks up throughout the course of the day. Nothing significant. Uh, but gusts get up to like 14 or 15 rather than the 5 or 8 miles per hour in the morning. But it does look like there is some rain in the forecast for Thursday afternoon as well. So that entire wave just might get wiped out and moved into the next day. And then you have Friday where winds are up kind of all day long from the morning. You're looking at like 21 mile per hour guess, 20 mile per hour guess. But that's consistent all day long. It doesn't seem like there's any advantage a.m. or p.m. wise unless everyone from the Monday to the Thursday light wave gets pushed into there, but it's like gonna be like thunderstorms. So it might rain for like twenty minutes, then guys get back on the course. This stuff is even harder to predict than making golf winners is predicting the weather for golf when you try to separate it into waves. However, right now it does look like the Thursday AM is going to be pretty decent wind is down it's going to rain overnight so conditions are going to be super soft and the weather looks like it's up it's going to be like 68 degrees in the morning versus like 57 59 in the morning on friday then you get into saturday pretty flat across the board. Even Sunday, no rain, very little wind to speak of. So Friday is probably the day that you're going to have to watch out for if guys just automatically like, somehow blow up or don't shoot a 62 or something. It's probably cuz there's significant wind on Friday. And hopefully that the rain doesn't affect anything too much cuz we got to get onto Silvis. We need to get onto John Deere. Frankly, like the move is and now I now that I've switched time zones and I'm up with the kids super early. I'm pumped like the Irish Open's going to be on, the Scottish Open's going to be on going to fill my mornings up pretty easily here for the next two weeks. Then, of course, the Open Championship, which means I get to sleep in an hour later or stay up an hour later, depending on how you look at it, uh, and the method that you take to watch the very beginning of the Open Championship, where they tend to show all the shots on golf channels starting very early in the morning. It's probably the best coverage outside of the Masters for any of the majors. Hopefully the app is good. Probably won't be, but you know, here's to hoping. I feel like it was two years ago, or at least it was the year Molinari one, I think. Feel like the Open Championship app was good that year, but you know I forget these things. We rag on the PGA app all the time because it's not good but compared to these like the non Masters major apps. It is fucking tremendous. So you know don't uh, be so upset about the about the app when it comes down to it. Ownership for the week. Like I mentioned, everyone, Kokrak and above, all trending in double-digit ownerships. Bryson and Kokrak do stick out as the two highest owned. Neiman and Zalatoris probably the two after that, but they're probably pretty interchangeable. It does seem like a lot of people may go to Patrick Reed. I did not. I didn't play Bryson or Patrick Reed, even in my 150 build. Let's get tricky this week. Hopefully Bryson just absolutely phones it in or doesn't gain eight strokes putting again. If he gains two strokes putting and then... He probably ends up being a pretty good fade with the way that he's hitting his irons and just his around the green work right now. But Kokrak's going to be my guy. Moving down the list, if you're looking for pivots in the $9,000 range, it's going to be Sung Jae. It's going to be Bubba. It's going to be Jason Day, Ricky Fowler. It's funny, uh, people haven't updated their Fantasy national stuff yet, so it does show Shirley Hoffman still carrying more ownership than Jason Day, despite the fact that he is withdrawn from this tournament. Uh, you can take a, a poke here and there. Uh, it looks to be pretty flat uh, in the lower... $8,000 range. Homa, Higo, and Tringali are the ones adding a bit of ownership here, all like 12 to 15%. Maybe everyone gloms on to one of them, but it doesn't seem like there's any one that really pops out. I actually did use Phil as a pivot in this range. Uh, even in my 20 build, just no one's using Phil here. And why not? Like he's going to hit the ball fine off the tee. The approaches have been really good. We can see him get streaky hot with the putter. Uh, I think drafting scoring wise that he'll be really good. I want to bet him at that number, but at a 3% fill in that range, it's a nice way to get away from some of that chalk, as is Brendan Todd, who Andy Lack brought up on the show. I ended up going with the Todd father, faded Redman, who is going to be around like 13 to 16%. But then you have McNeely, Straka, those two guys are probably going to be between, again, like 11 to 16, depending on where people come down in this area. Shez and Stanley should probably remain 10% and below. I really like Shez a lot. Obviously, I bet him to win. I actually like him more than Straka, despite the fact that I bet both of them. I would go with Shez in that neighborhood going down lebiota and cam davis seem to be garnering a bit of ownership maybe they crack double digits in the lower sixes norlander is all the way up to eight although i think the general public won't be on norlander as much so expect him in the single digits there's no one really in the six thousand dollar range that really sticks out like shank is getting a little bit and when i say a little bit like four percent yeah and that's it don't use Jim Konos. Vote for Kang, because he withdrew as well. Von Taylor maybe gets 5%. Bramlett maybe gets up to around like six, seven percent. But again, he's just Joseph Bramlett's a player that people outside of the very insular golf like Twitter DraftKings world, they don't know who the hell that is. So I wouldn't expect too much of the public to be on him. When it comes down from down there, I used Piercy and Norlander. Those were my two main plays from the upper sixes. I did use a little bit of McCumber at the bottom as well. I tried not to go too much into the sixes, although this seems like a week to go into the sixes. I just didn't know who to take. So I stuck in that like bottom sevens most of the time. Try to keep it quick for you. That will be the end of me playing the listeners league link. If there's any spots available, as I was recording this, there was around 80 spots left. So maybe by the time this is out, You can do that. I got football coming up for a full-length show. It's already out on the YouTube channel. You can catch it up on the pod feed. Then another football show the next day, and then some more huge announcements. Oh, there was a huge announcement last night as well. The Dogger Pass podcast, obviously in an off week for the UFC right now. Everyone should go subscribe to the Dogger Pass podcast because not only will they be continuing their Wednesday evening fight-by-fight, bet-by-bet show Cody Safdick is adding a show to the Dogger Pass podcast on Sunday mornings. I think it's going to come out. He is going to review the UFC card from the week before and do a brief look ahead of UFC, Bellator, and PFL for the week to get you ready if you need demand, nay, some UFC content, some MMA content. We're just going to give you more Cody in your life because the peoples love Cody and I love Cody. And we're going to give him another show on the Dogger Pass podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that. Making moves at Mayo Media Network. Expect three, two or three huge announcements coming out uh, within probably the next 10 days or so as well. Very excited for it, okay? I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. Good luck this week at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I'll see you next time.